We're back! Gonzaga! The slipper still fits! Kemba Walker, step back! Walker, Cardiac Kemba! Does it again! Whoa, he has trouble with the snap! How about that? Flowers for three! Wisconsin takes the lead! Bo Ryan is a thief! There goes Davis! Oh my god! Davis is going to run it all the way back! Auburn's going to win the football game! Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Campus Tour podcast. We are back from our winter break. I am joined, as always, with Mr. Bradley Panucci over in lovely Madison, Wisconsin. Today, we are going to break down everything that happened while we were on our winter break. Uh, We also have a good interview with Trevor Hudgens from Northwest Missouri State. That's a mouthful, but there you go. And then we wrap up with a look ahead for this week's games coming up. How How was your break? It was great. I'm re-energized. I had a lot of good food and yeah, I'm ready to talk sports. I'm ready. To what go. was the best thing you ate during break? Oh gosh, that's a loaded question. I don't know if I have, <laughs> if we come on, what comes to mind right away? Pizza. I mean, it's always pizza ordering, ordering out and stuff, but um, like actually like homemade, I'd say Mac and cheese. Fair enough. I'll go with the the steak I had on Christmas day. So that sounds good. (laughs) We are going to kick it off with pass fail as we always do. And we, we just to preface this, we kind of already talked ahead of time, what we're going to do. So we're just going to do, we're going to get it out of the way because I wrote my pass as Johnny Davis, but we'll, we'll just say the Badgers as a whole, because what happened over winter break with the Badgers and Johnny Davis was unexpected it has been an absolute pleasure to watch our team isn't boring we don't have to hear people complain about how boring the badgers are even though they're good they're boring who cares they are a fun team to watch johnny davis is to say it politely fucking awesome he is so fun to watch i like every time i talk about johnny davis i sound so stupid right now i literally smile every time i talk about him because he just he's making it so enjoyable watching this team because they they play so instinctive they don't like they don't just do the system that wisconsin always does you know sometimes they'll run out sometimes they'll pick their take their shots early. If they think it's the right time, they play good defense. They play hard. Johnny Davis is never bigger than the game too. No, that's like what I love about him. He's never bigger than the game. He always gives every game his his 110%. And that's what I respect the hell out of this team for. And that's why Johnny is my pass. Dude. One thing. So a lot of things here first, (laughs) a lot (laughs) first, one thing that really stands out to me about Johnny, I mean, everything that you just said is true, but one thing that really, you know, shocks me that he's not really known for really a lot is he is such a good passer. He is so good, mm-hmm. especially with vote. He is so good mm-hmm. at finding the open man in the paint. I love that. And um, so, yes, I mean, Wisconsin's looked great. Johnny Davis, 
definitely gets a pass, dude. I've seen him as high as um, four now in some mm-hmm. mock drafts, which is insane right. considering he was undrafted before. But out of all of this, I'd say in terms of, and this isn't my pass of the week, but in terms of um, Wisconsin, my pass last week goes to Tyler Wall. What he is mm-hmm. doing on the offensive end right now, if he's able to right. sustain that even to like 60% of what he's doing right now, if he can be that much of a spark on offense, I think we are a very dangerous team because you got Johnny Davis, um, probably the best. I mean, he is the best player in college basketball as of right yeah. now. Um, you got Brad Davison, who's heating up, by the way, a little bit recently. He is so hot, right um, now. which I bad data step back that little jab step that yes. he took, lost his defender and hit it against Northwestern. That was that is like. Peak Brad Davison right there. That's what we love to see. Yeah, and Chucky yesterday was fun to watch. Chucky was aggressive, yep. hit a three-quarter shot too, not too shabby. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it's it's been so fun. This is – it. I mean, it's up there with the 2014-2015 team. Just it's it's actually enjoyable to watch. You know, it, it it's fun to win games sometimes the way the Badgers would grind it out. But – this is even more enjoyable. I get why people say the Badgers are boring because when you watch your team play like this, you're like, "What the hell? Where has this been?" Yes. Uh, since we Badger fans, but it, it's so fun watch. I mean, during the break, Johnny Davis had a 37 point game at Purdue. Like what? <laughs> yes, it was insane. Um, it, it was really fun to watch. Um, I mean, yeah, I love. When, when we score the, I, I love the fundamentals. I'm all for it. I'm, I'm old school. When you watch Bull Ryan for how many ever years, you right. get old school. It gets ingrained in us. It does. However, <laughs> I mean, you kind of alluded to with those final fours, how they were different. I enjoy when we play up tempo like this. And it's not like mm-hmm. Wisconsin's ever opposed to playing up tempo. They just normally don't no. have the, the right guys. It doesn't Athletes. fit. Um, when it does, um, it is so fun to watch. I've really enjoyed that. And I wanted to put this on the air because we discussed it a little bit last night because um, it got brought up in our group chat. I think this is the best way to say it. Frank Kaminsky is the greatest Badger of all time. And I think that, yep. you know, bearing, you know, we don't win a championship this year. Um, that that remains. That will stay. Yep. However, Johnny Davis is the most talented Badger um, in program history. Yep, I completely yeah. agree with that statement. It's and it's about the accolades, which is fine. Like it is. Johnny's gonna leave because he is gonna get drafted in the top five, top six. So you can't knock him for that. He probably, he, you know, he could accomplish what Frank did, but Frank was here all four years. We're only getting Johnny for one freshman year where he averaged seven points, and then another where he's going God level and then he's gone, which is, it, it's, it's fine. He absolutely is more talented than Frank. And I would argue Devin Harris might even be more talented than Frank was, but Frank completely agree is the greatest Badger basketball player of all time. And I, I think you brought it up last night too. And I totally agreed with this, but we didn't really get to see it um, live is I think Michael Finley too, right. could throw in there as well. So, but yeah, exactly. I mean, we could talk about this. We probably don't have yeah, time. We um, we could talk about this all day, but it's, <laughs> I mean, to sum it up, it's, we, we, 
neither of us thought this was going to happen. I think, whoa, 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 whoa. Now, hey, hey, do you remember preseason who picked the Badgers for their dark horse in the Big Ten? I under, yes. I, <laughs> I'll give you credit. I'm just, I did say dark horse. I didn't say favorite. So yes, I did not expect this. See what Johnny Davis is doing right now. And uh, I mean, we're 15 and two, we're six and one in big 10 play. Um, I'm uh, it's sad. I mean, we know it's a reality now that Johnny's not coming back, but yeah. um, it's just been a fun year. I, I've really enjoyed just sitting back and watching them play and, I think a lot of these freshman guys too, like, uh, or like yeah, they're learning Paul and it. Chucky and Lauren, mm-hmm. I, I think all of those guys are going to have huge roles going forward. And I'm really right. excited to see, you know, where, where the program is in a couple of years, even without Johnny, I think we have a great group of guys and it's a fun time to, to be a Badger fan. So, yeah, it'll be fun watching Tyler wall, just be Ethan Happ next year. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, what is your pass from from the winter break? All right, I have to go with Oregon um, last week. So they beat two top five teams in the country, both on the road. They first beat UCLA in overtime on Thursday. Um, Jacob Young, he had a big game. He had 23 points. And then they beat um, USC on Saturday um, by 10. Will Richardson, he was the hero in this game. He had 28 points. Um, yeah, props to the Ducks. They had a really impressive week last week. It's it's them in Syracuse. Yes. Every fucking year we do this thing with Oregon and Syracuse. They never deserve to be in the, in the tournament. They somehow sneak into the tournament, win two, three games, and everyone is just frustrated as hell. I like I I can you can see it from a mile away what's gonna happen. They're they're on the bubble right now, and they don't those are the two teams that they can beat really that in Arizona that, that gives you good quality wins. Cause let me, let me tell you, I went and watched the Utah Utes play basketball this winter break and I can tell you, it's not a quality win. <laughs> so you only got about three teams in the pac 12 that if you beat, it's a, it's a quality win and they don't have a ton of them right now. So if they keep, they got to beat those guys again, but they're going to be on the bubble and they're going to sneak in. I just know it. Yeah. I don't want them on our side of the draw. I <laughs> I agree with Syracuse. We're getting shades of uh, what 2019 tournament. I think that was they they lost to Oregon. Yes. Yep. Tough tough scene. Uh, my fail from the winter break was the college football playoff and the ACC because they're being a bunch of idiots and yes stalling the expansion so we had two uninspiring college football games again uh new year's eve bama georgia both murdered cincinnati flat out murdered cincinnati and michigan uh and you know we haven't had very good semifinal games i think there's been three or four that have been within seven i think so this year was no different um i mean in the end the two teams that should have been in the championship we're in the championship, but man, I would have, I would have enjoyed some more entertaining games. So I'm ready for the expansion. I'm ready for the ACC to get over there crying about the SEC and whatnot. Just do the expansion already. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I totally agree that, I mean, Bama and Georgia, they were the two best teams in college football this year. I just, I'm with you. I'm sick of seeing the same teams every year. So I think if mm-hmm. you expand it, I think if you had even six or eight teams, I think it makes it more entertaining. 
maybe someone can, you know, beat one of those blue bloods, but um, yeah, it was, it was underwhelming. I thought Cincinnati um, had a, had a good chance. I did too. We both bet on them. Yes. Um, And Michigan, people were high on Michigan. I wasn't, I didn't think they were going to beat Georgia. That didn't shock me. Their offense, their offense just wasn't good enough. Um, That's, you know, flat out what it was um in georgia's georgia had an outstanding year um mm-hmm. so yeah um but yeah i thought cincinnati had a chance it, but it's no different than you know if notre dame was in it they would have got blown out too right so yeah. um everyone gets upset about that but i'm you know who should have been in it who the utah utes that would have that would have been cool that would have been cool. That would have been interesting. It would have been. Yeah. They've beaten Bama before in the Sugar Bowl. <laughs> I love it. Uh, what's your fail for the winter break? All right, this is a soft fail, but um, I went uh, again last week. Um, Baylor for B-ball. Um, they lost two games at home. Um, mm-hmm. they lost first to a good Texas Tech team. They're ranked on Tuesday. Um, they lost 62, 65, and then they lost 61, 54 to Oklahoma state on Saturday. Um, this game was kind of surprising because they were 14 point favorites. Um, just didn't shoot the ball well enough. They shot 29% from three. So kind of struggled here. Um, again, I think this was a slip up, but I still think, you know, if I was filling out my bracket today, Baylor's still my final four. Um, so yeah, uh, soft fail here, but, um, it's never great when you lose two at home. Yeah. I mean, Kinjo, he got hurt in the Texas tech game, I believe. And then he was hobbled a little bit during the, the, the second game that they played that week and didn't, didn't look like himself. So that's a little bit part of it, but yeah, I mean, a little bit of fatigue up at uh, number one again. It's we keep getting these really fun years, man, where you don't know who's number one. And I kind of take it as a good thing. Hey, this is this is just all paving the path for the Badgers to be number one in the country, isn't it? <laughs> um, dude, I, Auburn, Auburn would like to have a word with you every night. Now I'll check and see if there's anyone in the top seven playing because I I just want to be number Cody and I talked about this. I want to be number one for one week just because it's so fun just seeing the number and like going to the game. So, but yeah, uh, Auburn. Yeah. Auburn is up there too. I I really like um, Mm -hmm. Auburn's team this year. I mean, Duke lost this week. Yes, that's right. Yep. That's good. So I'll be up to, up to seven at least one down. Probably one day. You never know. Right. Right. All right, we're going to kick you guys over to our interview with Trevor Hudgens from Northwest Missouri State. Yeah, hope you guys enjoy that. All right, we now welcome onto the show Trevor Hudgens. He is a six-foot guard at Northwest Missouri State. He's off to a great start already, almost averaging 23 points, four assists per game. Uh, Trevor, welcome onto the show. Thanks for having me. No problem. Brad, you want to kick us off? Yeah, definitely. All right. First question here. Describe the reason why you decided to play basketball at Northwest Missouri State. Um, I would say definitely just the family atmosphere. Um, 
when I was a senior in high school, I came on, uh, I think a couple visits, um, talked with some of the players, some of the coaches, um, even the strength coach, and um, just felt like a family atmosphere. And also, I would say just the honesty they had. Um, when I got here, they just told me, like, this is going to be hard. Like, you're going to work hard, but we're also going to win. So it's your choice. And um, honestly, the the honesty pretty much sold me. Um, he was honest. Coach Mack was, the strength coach, all the players. And um, I'm a guy that likes to work, so I came here. I feel like we've had that answer quite a bit from players, which it goes to show. People can smell bullshit, so. I love that, yeah, because I'm that way. I, I'd rather, you know, people be honest and tell you the truth rather than, you know, sugarcoat it. That doesn't really help you, so be truthful. I, I, I love that. All right, in your first season in college, you redshirted. Explain kind of that decision and how this kind of helped benefit your game in the long run. Um. It took a while for me to actually hop on board to redshirting. Um, I think, I think I was I was on the fence um, all the way towards Christmas break, I think. And then um, Coach McCollum he uh, had a meeting with me and was like, "Hey, I I see a bright future in you. I could I I see you getting better over this past year." Um, we have Justin Pitts right now, who a lot of people know was All-American, all that. And um, I was guarding him for a whole year. Um, and he played 40 minutes a game like I do now. And, um, I mean, it is what it is. I, he played 40 minutes. I played 40 minutes. I, I understood what was happening. So I didn't I didn't shy away from getting better for a whole year. Um, it really sucked. It did suck. <laughs> um, it wasn't fun at all. But. But I think it definitely helped me in the long run. I feel like I learned a lot. Um, I feel like I matured. I learned the offense. Um, I learned what to do on offense as well, um, how to get my shot, how to get other people's shots, um, and just have fun in the offense. It's interesting. This year or a couple years ago in football, they started letting people play. I think it's like three or four games, and they can redshirt. I don't know why they don't have that in college basketball yet. I have no idea. Yeah. All right. So in, in your first three seasons that you played um, fully at Northwest Missouri state, your record is 97 and three. That's, it's not too bad. Um, and you've also won um, two D two national championships. Um, the only year you didn't win one um, there's an asterisk around it because the tournament was canceled due to COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so what does it mean to you to sustain this type of success for the program and what would it mean to win a a third title? Um, I mean, it just started off with the guys from 2017 winning the first uh, school national championship for basketball. Um, just the culture they put into the program. Um, when I got in here, it was definitely a culture shock. Um, definitely life changing. Um, but when you buy into it, 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 you turn your game around and everything starts clicking and working for you. And, um, I mean, if we, if we continue to do what we're doing right now and just keep on growing and we happen to make it to the national championship again, um, it would mean a lot. I think, um, just being here for five years, just working, working hard, 
for the past five years, um, especially with some of the same guys and then some of the new guys coming in, um, just seeing how our culture is and how we work and just all that work um, pays off at the end and um, just winning that ring. Sure. Powerhouse now. <laughs> uh, this is the first year you guys have had access to NIL type deals and everything going on with there. What have been your kind of thoughts on it and has it affected you at all so far? Um, I mean, I haven't really, I haven't really thought about any NIL deals. I know I probably should have, and I have friends and other athletes that have some, and um, I mean, I'm just I'm just here to play ball. Just here to finish school. Honestly, school is my number one priority. Um, and then basketball. At at the end of the day, um, I haven't had any businesses reach out. Um, I've had some murmurs and some talks around uh, Maryville about some things, but I don't know. I haven't really looked um, deep into it. But um, I'm guessing. I'm guessing maybe I'll have maybe one or two soon or, but I'm open to, I'm open to conversations. There you go. People, come on, <laughs> let's get, let's get this man some deals. Uh, as we mentioned, you have had a lot of success at uh, Northwest Missouri state. Um, still, you decided to come back. Can you talk about your decision to return and kind of what goals do you even have? Because you've obviously accomplished so much already. Um. So that's funny. Uh, um, like when the season ended last year, I had plans to come back. I had no thoughts of leaving. Um, wow. And then we heard the transfer portal stuff and people had an extra year, COVID year and all that. And um, it wasn't even a thought of mine. And then I had a guy from uh, ESPN. He uh, DM me on Instagram and was like, hey, I want to do an interview with you. So he called me up and was like, you're, you're staying? Like, why are you staying? Like, I, you're not leaving? And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I thought someone was starting a rumor about me. I was like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm staying here. And um, that's when it kind of clicked to like, like, I was like, oh, snap. Like, people think I'm leaving. Like, I mean, I had I had some, some college players, some friends of mine that wanted me to come to their school <laughs> and stuff. And I was like, ah, I'm good. I'm good. And honestly, the reason why I stayed was um, just because, I mean, the relationship with my coach, relationship with my teammates. Um, and also, I'm, I'm so close to just finishing my degree here. And I, I know the community. The community knows me. Um, like I said, it's a family atmosphere here. Um, everyone wants to everyone wants each other to win and uh, to succeed in life and stuff here. And um I mean, I just I just want to uh, finish where I, what I started here, and that's honestly what it is. Um, I didn't think uh, any more of it. I just wanted to finish what I started. Hell yeah, love the loyalty. So I've always wondered this question: how how do you maintain like you know being calm like in the big games like the NCAA title games? Because the first thing I think of every year, like when watching the final fours, I mean, I didn't play well when there's like 10 people in the stands. So just seeing, you know, all the people in the stands and the impl implications of the game, like how, how do you like maintain, like staying poised? Um, I mean, I think I get it from my parents. Uh, I mean, 
parents are real cool, calm and collective. Um, and at the end of the day, I just, I play this game because um, it's fun. It's, it's my happy place. Uh, mm. I, I love it. Um, I mean, preparation too, as well. I mean, we're, we're probably in the gym as much as anybody in uh, the nation. And I feel like just preparing for the games gives you an advantage um, at that. And um, I mean, I'm really, I'm really just a chill guy. I'm just cool all the time. Uh, never, never too high, never too low. Um, I've always been like that. Um, but I like to compete as well. So, I mean, I'm just focused during games. But at the end of the day, like I said, it is a game. So um, might as well have fun with it. Definitely. Yep. All right. La- last question before the rapid fire questions. Um, kind of broad question. What would you say is your favorite part of your game? Favorite part of my game? Um, I would probably say, oh, I'll probably say, um, probably just play making off the dribble. I feel like, I feel like I could create for myself. I can create for others, um, with the ball screen, uh, added to that. Um, I feel like I've had a lot of work with the ball screen, even during AAU, during high school, during these past five years, um, just playmaking off ball screens and uh, creating my own shot and um, just finding others. You seem a little too humble to say all of it. I kind of wanted you to say all of it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got a couple of rapid fire questions for you here before we let you go. First thing that comes to mind. All right. All right. Brag, go ahead. All right. Favorite video game. Um, uh, Fortnite, probably. I play Fortnite quite a bit. Mm-hmm. but like 2k 2k That's- is too fake for me so i can't i can't i get, <laughs> I get upset about that that's yeah. the only time i get I'm upset with basketball is 2k yeah <laughs> oh boy yeah i've been there with brad <laughs> playing him so i know that uh desert island question you can only take three things with you to pass the time on a desert island what are you bringing Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one <laughs> Thank you. Ooh, I don't know. We did let another hooper say bring a ball and a and a hoop. We can count that as one if you want. I won't make you do two for that. Did you say a desert island? Yeah, you're stuck on a remote island. Um ooh. I don't know. Some uh ooh, I'm gonna have to pass on that one. I'm gonna have to pass on that one. I don't right, know. Dumped him. You did. You did. That's a good one. <laughs> All right. Favorite favorite hobby off the court. Favorite hobby off the court. Yeah. Um. I mean, I like hanging out with my team. Um, I like hanging out with friends back home. Um. Just kicking it, I guess. I mean, watching movies. I like watching movies. I like watching uh, shows. Um. You should have seen our team about a couple couple months ago watching Squid Games. Our eyes were glued to the, <laughs> eyes were glued to the TV. Um, but yeah, just just bonding with friends. For sure. Uh, what sport would you have played if you weren't playing basketball? I mean, apparently my parents said I was real good at soccer. 
that's, that's too much running for me. Um, <laughs> I probably, if I was good at all sports, I'd probably play baseball. I love that answer. Or golf. I like golf too. All right. Favorite city to visit? Um, man. Huh. Out of all the cities I've been to, I really like San Diego. San Diego is nice. The weather's perfect all the time. They had great fish. I love fish. Um, yeah. It was just good weather. I just, um, I just love good weather. <laughs> you want to be somewhere warm. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, favorite pizza topping? Ooh. Ooh. I could do it all. I could, I could do, I could do it all. I like chicken, bacon, ranch. I could do pepperoni. I can just do plain cheese. I could do, I could do about anything. So it's up in the air for that one too. You, you got me on that one. You can't, you can't <laughs> make pizza bad. It's not nah, that's really. true. That's true. Yeah. All right. Favorite movie. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. See, I'm so diverse with music and movies, but I'm just do a fan favorite. I'm probably gonna go with the other guys. Oh, okay. Hey, other guys. That's a solid pick yeah. for sure. All right, last one here. What is the reason behind wearing number twelve? Uh, funny story. Funny story. Uh, freshman year of high school, there was three guys. It was me and two other ones um, who made varsity or JV varsity. And um, we were picking out jerseys, and the two others got theirs first. Um, and I went to reach in the box, and there wasn't a jersey left. And uh, so I didn't have a jersey the first, like, two to three weeks in high school. And I was literally wearing a T-shirt during practice. Wow. And, um, I mean, it was, kind of, it was kind of motivation for me. And it was like, man – they're kind of punking me right now, but the other two numbers were like 44 and 43. So I wasn't really mad, but, um, two, two to three weeks later, um, head coach comes out, throws a number 12 practice jersey to me. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna rock this. And I just, just rocked it from then on. Right. Got to keep that mentality yeah. from where you were. Yeah. I love it. All right, Trevor, thank you for joining us. We'll be rooting for you guys and for you the rest of the season. Uh, but good luck. Thank you. All right, we're now going to wrap up with uh, student advisors. Uh, I went first last time. So, Brad, give me your game that you're most excited to watch this week. Game? I got to go with um, number 12, Kentucky, at number two, Auburn. Super yep. stoked about this one. Obviously, we have Jabari Smith. A lot of people have moved him up to the number one pick now in some of the mocks. Yep. Um, and then, you know, he's going up against Oscar Tashibwe. Did I say that right? You did. You yes. nailed that, man. Wow. Who, um, last time I checked, he led the country in rebounds per game, just under 15 a game. Also, I love freshman Ty Ty Washington, one of my favorite players to watch outside of the Big Ten. Um, and yeah, I mean, we got a lot of star power here. I think the scouts are going to be in town. 
Um, and yeah, I'm excited to see what happens here. I think this is a great SEC showdown against, you know, the two top teams in the SEC. Yeah. The other guy that I'd like to shout out from Auburn, my guy, Wendell Green. Yes. That dude is so fun to watch, man. When he wants to take over, he can take over. He can. And he's got, I mean, he even has Jabari Smith on his team. So it's pretty, pretty fun to watch. So yeah, I, I wrote that one down to the other thing I'll, uh, just add is that Kentucky's kind of doing the Kentucky thing where they slowly figure it out all season long because they got a bunch of young guys and they start to figure out what college basketball is all about. So yeah, Kentucky's starting to put it together, but you know, I'm rooting for Auburn. Uh, since I put, since I put uh, Auburn, Kentucky, I'll give you one more. How about uh, Michigan state out at, at Wisconsin on Friday night? I'm excited for that one. <laughs> Uh, give me your player to watch this week. All right. Well, <laughs> this is the, in the game we just talked about. I can't pick. I feel like do I we start with Johnny and do we end with Johnny? I feel like I couldn't pick Johnny. So um, just to, you know, throw out another name, I just picked Max Christie. I mean, he is a lottery. No. Um, we're we're going to shooting guard showdown here between him and Johnny Davis. Um, yeah. These are two of the top players in the big 10 two of the best teams in the big 10 um, top 15 showdown. I I'm just, I can't wait. It's going to be a fun one. Yeah. I hope you enjoy it, man. It's definitely going to be one of those where I watch it and I'm, I'm missing the call center, but I know you'll, you'll make sure everyone's uh, into the game. Oh yes, absolutely. Including our boy DJ Mondo. Yes. I'll, I'll text them if I need to. <laughs> Uh, the player that I went with was uh, Andre Curbelo. He's back from a long concussion break. He had 20 in his first game uh, against Purdue on MLK Day, which was kind of – it was pretty fun having that game during the day and great game. getting to watch that. Yeah, it was a great game, double overtime. He had 20 in that one, but Illinois is just a completely different team with him out there when he is playing. He brings so much energy uh, and intensity to that team. It's like they, it's like they have a new fight when they when they have Curbelo in there. So uh, I would say just watch out for him. They play Maryland this week, uh, but just going forward, he's he's going to be an X factor for Illinois. Yes, totally agree with that. I love Curbelo. And um, question: I believe so. It is on the road, correct? It's at Maryland. Yes. Okay. At Maryland. Yeah, that should be an interesting one. I I feel like in the Big Ten, and we've talked about this before. Um, you can play the, you know, worst team in the big 10 on the road and you s could ask the players and they're like, yeah, I don't feel great about this. Cause <laughs> no. I mean, any team can be anyone on any given night. So going on the road in the big 10, um, whoever it is, I, I, I just, am always nervous. So Greg guard always says, um, there's no get well games in the big 10. No. It's pretty, pretty true most of the time. Yeah, There's been a couple of years where like Rutgers or Penn State's really bad, but for the most part, it's not, not really any days off, especially when you go on the road. Definitely. Yep. So that is our first episode from break. We will be coming back, uh, doing an episode every week, probably through March Madness. Then we'll go on a little summer break, but we're, I think I can speak for both of us that we're, both pretty excited to be back doing this uh, once a week. All 20 of you that listen to us, we've missed you. We hope you've missed us, uh, but we're excited to be back. Like a sucker, no way.